Good morning. It's uh, Monday, August 2nd, uh, more than seven months now uh, into the year. Uh, as we sit here today, the stock market is off just a little bit from its highs, but it's still up almost 18%. That 18% return so far this year happens to be identical to last year's 18% return. And on a compounded basis, it's a rather remarkable 39% return over the last year and seven months for the stock market, having gone through a recession and, of course, still going through a pandemic. There are four or five key themes that are driving the markets. Number one, or probably most importantly, is corporate earnings. Corporate earnings are exploding. They're coming in at about $200 to $220 per share. What does that mean? Well, with the S&P 500 at 4400 essentially $220 of earnings means the PEs have come down to a much more reasonable, say, 20 compared to a year-end PE that was closer to 35 to even 40. So valuations are improving rapidly as earnings are coming on. Offsetting those earnings, though, of course, is the worry about what the market likes to refer to as the second derivative, or the slowdown in earnings. And clearly, earnings are exploding at about 70% year-over-year growth. We think it's important to note that basically the stock market tends to follow nominal earnings, and until earnings decline on a year-over-year basis, the stock market tends to do pretty well. And with earnings forecast to continue to grow, we would suggest you don't look at the second derivative so much or the slowdown or deceleration in earnings as, and, and, and pay more attention just to the nominal earnings level. Number three, of course, is inflation. Inflation seems to be sticky and it seems to be everywhere and it seems to be anything but transitory at this point in time. The CRB raw industrials hit a new high uh, last week. Uh, we saw from those earnings reports from companies like GE and 3M and even Chipotle uh, discussing you know, rising input prices. Coffee prices are up a lot. Uh, seafood prices are up a lot. You know this by going to the grocery store. And even labor costs are rising. Um, uh, a large grocery chain uh, just uh, uh, just put a three-year contract together where wages are rising 23% you know, over the next few years. And they're even paying big bonuses for big-time Harvard and Yale graduates uh, in New York for attorneys. Uh, we don't know what Shakespeare might have to say about, about that. But nonetheless, we think inflation is a little stickier than, than the Federal Reserve uh, thinks. It's probably peaking, but nonetheless a lot less transitory and a lot higher and stickier for a period of time. The fourth thing, of course, is the coronavirus, which is surging, let's face it. And there are some forecasts that it could be as bad as it was last year at the end of the year. Um, I doubt that. Uh, you know, it's important to note that 57% of the 12-plus uh, population, which is 280 million people, and the vaccine's only available for those 12 years and older, uh, have been vaccinated, and two-thirds of them have at least one shot on their arm. And at the current vaccination rate on a weekly basis, um, it's very likely that we could have something much, much closer to 80 or 90, and frankly, even 100% of this type of population vaccinated towards the end of the year. So we think that science ends up winning that. But then underlying all of this still is this worry over in China, where we've seen Chinese stocks fall about 6% last week. They're down about 16 or 17% year to date, and it's holding the emerging markets back. That's probably not a direct driver of our stock market, but it's important to note that you know, when there's troubles in China, those troubles can, can spread. Putting all this together, our Investment Policy Committee um, took some of the risk off the table. And for those of you following our tactical asset recommendations, we basically took about 4% from the stock market and put it into the cash markets with values having soared. We're going to look to reallocate those monies over the quarter, probably trying to find some alternative investments rather than just into the fixed income markets with interest rates so low. This week, the big focus in the market is going to be the employment report. 
The employment report typically is the report that drives the markets the most. In other words, it moves the markets or impacts the markets the most. We're expecting big employment growth, but of course, along with employment growth might come some wage pressure. So we'll be back in about two weeks to digest that employment report and all the other economic statistics that are moving your investment portfolios.